This is the Concealed Carry Podcast, Season 3, Episode 8. And welcome to the Concealed Carry Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network and brought to you by Excess Sites. Today is Wednesday, August 4th, 2021, as of the recording of the show, and I am your host, Riley Bowman, joined today by our founder and president, the man, the legend, Jacob Paulson. Thanks, Riley. You're welcome. Got to, you know, put a smile on your face. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the show. It's a special episode today. Uh, well, you know, they're all special, but uh, I'm really excited about this episode. Uh, it's titled spend less, learn more, get the t-shirt. What in the world does that even mean? Well, we're going to talk about training today, how you can up your training, how you can learn more, do more, grow more, but spend less, be more efficient about it. And along the way, there's an opportunity. You can get a free t-shirt too. If, if you, you know, come to the right thing. So, uh, uh, if, if you didn't catch my drift, some of what we're going to talk about today is the 2021 Guardian Conference. We've got some updates for you. Uh, maybe you, maybe you haven't heard about the Guardian Conference, uh, but uh, we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about tips and tricks and ways to maximize your training, save money, do more with less, get better, get awesome. All right. Uh, but we got a really exciting announcement to, that that I'm I just can't wait to share with you guys today. But stay tuned. Uh, we'll talk about that. I think it actually uh, changes the conference in a big way, and we're really excited about that. A new partnership uh, developed, and uh, it's, it's really cool. Plus, we want to recognize all of our amazing sponsors of the Guardian Conference, and uh, we'll be recognizing some of them throughout this episode today as well. Um, but th- today's episode is sponsored by the 2021 Guardian Conference. Go to guardianconference.com and get signed up today. And you're going to see on there, I'm going to drop a hint right now, but you're going to see an option that you can add ammo for the conference to your ticket. So ammo, it's here, it's available, and it's an option. So if you've been sitting on the fence and you're like, man, I'd love to go, but I don't know if I want to dip into my stockpile, or maybe you don't have any ammo right now, and you aren't sure if you'd be able to find any, or the only stuff you've been able to find is five and $600 per thousand rounds. Guess what? We can do a little bit better than that. We've got some reasonably priced, excellent priced by today's standards, ammunition available together with your ticket price into the Guardian Conference. And you're not going to want to miss it. So guys, go to guardianconference.com to learn about the event. You'll see all the details there. You'll see the, the amazing world-class lineup of instructors we've got. And you're going to come away with tons of knowledge gained from a three-day awesome event. So, there you go. Where do you want to go next, Jacob? Or what do you want to talk about next? So, uh, (laughs) I think think we need to talk about kind of the unique value that an event like the conference provides, but also the opposite, which is sort of what I would call like an an immersion model. Because I think when you're trying to get a high amount of value as a firearm trainer, I, I think that, you know, not you and I, Riley, because we're in the industry, we do this professionally, you know, we attempt to pay ourselves to learn to shoot guns. But I think most most of our audience, that's not them, right? So 
They are in a good, good, they're doing pretty well. If they get into a class, some sort of formal training class once a year, uh, maybe some of them are getting into two a year. Uh, I think that's, that, that would be a reasonably good standard for people, you know, for the five to 15,000 people who are, who are listening to my voice. So, so with that in mind, I think that we got to look at kind of what the model might look like and how you maximize your ROI. I'll start by talking about an immersion model. There's something to be said about taking a class uh, that is two, three days in a row from the same trainer where you're, you're really kind of going another layer deep, you know, throughout, throughout the day and throughout the days. And it, you're constantly you know, going deeper and deeper. And in that kind of immersion model, what happens is you will, you allow your brain and your body to really, uh, pick up on things because you get enough repetition that you start to actually build some of the myelination in in the actual class, which allows you to uh, reduce cognitive stack and add the next thing to it. And so I think that that's, that's one model that makes sense. Now, our conference, our upcoming conference is like the opposite model in every way. We're going to put students through six different approximately. Some people might get a little more. Some people might choose to do less. But on average, and, and what we're offering is six different four-hour class blocks. So six four-hour class blocks from different instructors on relatively different uh, topics is a whole different model. This is a model where we're trying to maximize uh, giving you the tools of you figuring out what you didn't know that you didn't know. Yeah. No, it's actually, I'm glad that you're, you're bringing this up, uh, kind of talking about two styles or, or ways of uh, attending training. Uh, and I like that you actually describe the one method as being like an immersive experience uh, because I think that's true. Uh, I think that's a pretty apt description. Like probably the most common or popular model in the mainstream training community from like big name instructors is a two-day class. And the, the reason why that model works quite well is it's it's just long enough that you get enough repetitions enough exposure that it really gives you an opportunity to start like you're not going to no one no one should expect to go through a two-day class and come out the other side miraculously a you know thousand percent times better shooter or to have you know new skills totally developed and, and burned in. Like that's not, that's not what it's about, but what's about it is exposing you to a curriculum and, and a, a, a collection of knowledge that where you get immersed in that to a point that, that you can really start to internalize a lot of it. Hopefully you're taking notes too, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that's something that a lot, a lot of students miss out on a lot of times is, is not maybe writing enough stuff down. Um, and that's a huge, huge, like that's a big pro tip from me, um, is, is, you know, actually taking notes in, in training courses like that. And if you do that, like that two days, there's, there's a lot of knowledge and wisdom and, and things that you can pick up that you can then take away and go start applying in your own regimen and your practice in all the stuff that you're doing. And as you're, you know, you're, you're going to pick up along the way, like, Oh, Hey, I was unaware I was doing something incorrectly or inefficiently and the instructor being experienced like they were, was able to show me how, and I could make note of that, write it down, 
get some of that burned in. And now I'm set up for a little bit better path of success to go home and actually start doing the repetition work that's going to really get that burned into the subconscious. And and so that's really the the right way to go through, as you called it, an immersive training course, uh, two-day or three-day sort of thing, to, is, is to get the info, learn it well enough that you un, understand it and can internalize it or have it written down and can go apply it. And then you go and you do the things and the, put in the time, the work, and the repetitions necessary to actually develop the skill that was being demonstrated and taught in the class. Um, I think one-day classes are a lot more challenging to to do because and we see a lot of those too because usually what i find in like a two-day class jacob is the first day is sort of a lot of times for a lot of instructors it's kind of like that first day is used to sort of it's like you're building a structure and the first day is sort of like you're creating the foundation and the envelope that everything is going to fit within that, that comes after that. You're sort of creating the context that needs to exist in the student's mind uh, in terms of their understanding of what you're trying to communicate. That Then a lot of times the big gains will happen on like day two because now you've got that context in place and, and now the student's like really in tune with the instructor and day two is like, okay, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. And you start feeling in the bits and pieces that fit within that structure and it all ties together and makes sense. At least that's, that's how it should work. I, I believe there's obviously instructors that are less effective at doing things like that than others. Um, but when done well, I think it works exceptionally well. Uh, three day class can be really effective too, but a lot of times three days starts becoming a little bit long for some people. Number one, a lot of people may not have the, the stamina to get through three hot days uh, you know, on a range or something doing training all day long. Um, plus it means more time away from work and family and other obligations. Again, one day sometimes feels like it's a little too short to get some of the real work done. Three seems to be a little bit long Two, I think that's why you see a lot of high quality instructors sort of settle on that two day, uh, format. Conversely now, as you described, we have an event like the guardian conference that is, it has been described and we, we talk about it internally uh, in our company as being a buffet of training. And that's quite literally what it is. And it's sort of like, here's all these different options because you're going to see a lot of different instructors, a lot of different uh, uh, styles. You're going to see different curriculum. You're going to see different ways that things are taught. And you maybe even see things that conflict with one another. Well, this guy over here taught this and that guy taught a differently like this. Um, and I would actually say that in, in a lot of respects, that has its own advantages because when you are exposed to a broader level of experience and, and knowledge, you can start making connections in other ways and, and you kind of start to get, you just get more exposure to more things and more ideas. And that can also greatly inform and enhance what you know and understand and also give you the opportunity to, well, let's, let's play with this idea over here and see how that works. But this instructor over here taught me this and let's kind of play with an experiment with that and see how that works. And then you can kind of start to see, well, 
this one works better than that one or vice versa, or a combination of the two really is what works best for me. And so that has its own value as well. We're going to have to work on your use of the word literally. Yeah, I know. A literal buffet. I that you gave me a visual. So <laughs> we may have a buffet. There might the be event. a buffet at some point, but there's not going to be a literal buffet of training. It's it's quite legitimately a metaphorical buffet okay, of training. Yes. Okay, sorry. I, I think you you touched on this idea, and we've talked about this before, and we have a dedicated podcast to the idea of uh, learning training practice. Mm-hmm. Right. So to as we grow in our skills and our, uh, in our mindset, in our tactics and, and our knowledge, we do it th- through this like kind of circular pattern of learning training practice. Uh, you know, if you're listening, listening to this podcast right now, you're learning, right? If you read a magazine that comes in the mail about guns and tactics, whatever, that's learning. Maybe you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you watch a video, you're learning. You're in our app, you're reading the articles, you're learning. You go take a class, a formal training class from somebody who knows more than you and they teach you stuff, that's training. Uh, but but training is not where the skills really built. It's built later in practice. The problem is that most gun owners they do more practice than they do training, uh, and that's okay. Like on on balance, it it makes sense to do more practice than training. But if you don't do enough training, then your practice is ill informed and wasted because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what to practice in order to to build a skill or to learn a tactic or or technique or whatever it is. And so that that's that's the takeaway here is when you go to take a class, you have to say. That, that class has to inform your practice until the next class to some degree, right? It has to tell you, you have to find out what you didn't know you didn't know so that you know what to do in practice. And so I, I agree. I think, you know, these one-day classes, it's it's like you you chuck a, a, the proverbial like ball down a hill and it starts to roll and as it starts to get momentum, you like stop it. Like that's how a one-day class feels in a lot of ways. And if that's what you're limited to taking, that's what you take. It's fine. And for a lot of beginner and introductory classes, I think it's it's perfectly appropriate. Um, but yeah, you, you need more than that to really get your feet wet. Now, on the flip side, the conference then is is like ro- rolling a bunch of balls down the hill <laughs> and, and stopping them before they get to the bottom. And there's also value in that approach. And, and so what we would hope is that someone would come to the conference and that they would say, well, I took this class and this class was specifically about mastering fundamentals of shooting. You know, maybe you take Brian Eastridge's thing or something or whoever it is, and you really dial in your grip and your, uh, your stance and your target presentation. Uh, and, and you, you know, you just can run that gun and manage recoil really well. And you just great. Like you're going to learn a bunch of stuff. You're going to pull out the notepad. You're going to write down. Oh my gosh. Like I got tons of stuff. I need to go practice now for this class. And they're presented in a way where we try to, because of the way the conference is formatted, we try to avoid a lot of the foundational pouring, you know, as you described, like building a house, uh, the safety briefing is given at the beginning of day one. It doesn't have to be repeated every day. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of things you kind of run into it with momentum by the nature of how the conference works. So it's not like you're starting from scratch every four hours. So you, you might go get that class about shooting fundamentals and then you run over, you take the class from Steve Moses. He's going to be talking about a lot more decision, make decision making related things. And so you're going to be forced to, use your brain to make decisions shoot don't shoot and your whole different set of of objectives whole different set of considerations and thoughts and processes that have nothing to do with the class you finished that morning and so you write down entirely different ideas and concepts from that in your little notebook and and that's the point of a conference like this is that yes there's going to be some things that various you know that the different instructors do teach and maybe they'll teach them the same maybe they'll teach them different so there's going to be some crossover and that's good and valuable and helpful and awesome but more importantly, 
you're getting you're you're dipping your feet into the water in a bunch of different topics. You're taking six classes in three days, and and you're getting deep enough into them that you're you're being informed on on the things you didn't know that you didn't know. And in a lot of cases, I think it's going to lead a person to say, you know what, I took these six classes at the Guardian Conference. You know what, I, the thing I know I really need to go like really get more training on is XYZ topic. So I'm going to go check out that instructor's schedule, see mm-hmm. when they teach that, when I can go take their two-day class, and that's how I'll go get immersion on that particular topic. But you know, this other class I took, I think I got the joke. Or at very least, I got enough information to practically uh, inform my practice to be able to refine the skill uh, based on the level where I'm currently at. And that's that's an experience you just can't get anywhere else. Like there's the two-day training class, the immersive kind of experience we're talking about, readily available all over the place. Tons of instructors offer it, lots of good options. You're not going to have a hard time finding that option. But the Guardian Conference is unique. It's very unique. In like, where else do you get that opportunity to to take six classes in three days? You you don't really. So that's that's the power there. I mean, let's let's talk about that real quick. Like, let me just highlight a few instructors uh, to give you a sense of who some of them are, and also kind of a little bit about what they'll be teaching, which obviously ties with their background. Uh, and, and that'll give you kind of an idea of like what we're talking about. Like, like we we really tried to select instructors that could bring a a variety in, of backgrounds and experience. Uh, it's so that we could fill in all these different kind of holes, if you will, these different areas and disciplines so that attendees of the Guardian Conference could um, benefit from the broadest level you know, range of experience. So, uh, for instance, uh, like I'll mention Larry Vickers and, and uh, you know, like everyone should be familiar with Larry Vickers or at least have heard the name at some point. Uh you know, former Delta Force, uh, Army Special, you know, operations for for a good chunk of his career. Uh, very, very talented shooter. Very, very good instructor. Like I, I hear nothing but good things about his classes. His class, by the way, what he teaches tends to be very strict in that it, it's more of a like it, it's a shooting class. He's teaching you how to shoot. It's like here are the fundamentals. Now let's let's see how we can perform the fundamentals at the highest level possible. Okay. Like that's what the professionals do, right? Like people probably heard phrasing similar to that, that the professionals don't do anything different or have any special, you know, whiz bang tricks that they do. They just do the fundamentals better or, you know, at at the very best uh, level. Um, That's, that's what Larry is really all about. Um, Spencer keepers. He's known for his expertise in appendix carry of a firearm and in the draw, especially from appendix carry. He's known for the holsters he makes that are incredibly well-received, high, high uh, uh, review marks, um, very comfortable, and are, are more designed for appendix carry because that's what he's known for. Uh, he's known for, for drawing from appendix quickly and putting rounds on target quickly, right? He's, he's very, very talented in that regard. Um, Matt Little, Matt Little, similar background to Larry Vickers. Uh, Matt was not Delta, but he was very much actively engaged with multiple deployments to the Middle East in the global war on terror, 
as a member of of Army Special Forces, uh, and and was deployed with ODA teams, which are I mean these are these are your highly specialized teams that go over there and are going you know sometimes deep behind enemy lines, uh, and and are working with the locals, lo- working with local uh, or uh, with Afghanistan military, trying to train them, try to help them fight you know, for their country the best way they can. But Matt, here's the thing that's unique about Matt. He was also, he, he retired from army special forces after doing that for two decades plus, but he also retired from Chicago SWAT. So he was a Chicago police officer for 20 plus years. And like the number two guy on the SWAT team overseeing all their training and everything for the SWAT team. Uh, and, uh, like, so he he's seen the civilian side of, as far as like American law enforcement and doing very very difficult, uh, incredible things there, but also doing it overseas with the military. Um, but he's also a master class, high level USPSA shooter. So he he brings such a unique perspective, and really what Matt teaches is how to train. I love his class, his four hour block. I think will open a lot of eyes because he, he actually provides you the roadmap of how to train in live fire and, and throws in some dry fire stuff too. You can apply a lot of the same things to dry fire as well, but that I think is hugely valuable because a lot of times you're like, I'm going to the range today. What should I do? He will give you the roadmap of how to know what to work on, how to plan, how to do that and, and how to get there. Right. And do it efficiently. So, Really, really, you know, I took his two-day version. He's gonna he's gonna condense a lot of this into a four-hour block. Um, I took his two-day class that was based that that's what it's all about is how to train, and it really opened my eyes in some ways. Jeff Gonzalez, uh, retired Navy SEAL. Uh, so obviously, you know, well respected in that regard, and was involved with numerous uh, uh, notable operations. But since then, he's become quite known for training civilians in concealed carry and was the director of training at the range at Austin in Texas, uh, where he oversaw that whole training department. And, and they would see like hundreds of people come through every month for, for civilian type training, right? Especially concealed carry type courses. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a graduate of Jeff Gonzalez's concealed carry instructor uh, program which was a fantastic program. I, I enjoyed that uh, very much. And he brings a unique approach, I think, to that. And he's teaching a couple of classes that are more geared around uh, subcompact and backup type guns. So that'll be really, really cool to see. For those of you that carry small guns for your EDC, like that'll be a class for you to take. Steve Moses, you, you touched on Steve a little bit. He was on the podcast not too long ago, and we, we talked about some of these very things. Uh, and he's doing a class. In fact, let me pull it up so I don't butcher the title. Um, I got a little bug flying around my mouth here. But uh, C. Moses is doing, uh, come on, computer. It's being a little, a little slow on me here today. Managing don't shoot, shoot encounters in transitional areas. It's it, Like you said, it's really a decision-making class. And yeah. I think there's very practical applications for all of us. Yeah, I guarantee you, anyone who takes that class is going to walk out with their mind blown. They're, you're yeah. going to realize, like, holy crap, I had no idea. Yeah, and some of these classes, by the way, from some of these instructors, you're gonna you're gonna be in classes that you're shooting 
200 rounds in a four hour block, but classes like Steve's it, it's, it's maybe a hundred rounds if that, uh, and, and because it's, it's, again, it's more nuanced, it's more soft skill based. It's more about the decision-making aspect of things. So very, very, very valuable perspective to have. So, so far we've talked about guys that are going to teach you how to shoot, how to shoot at a high level, how to draw fast, whatever, um, how to train, but then you're going to have Steve teaching you, okay, let's talk about how we apply that in actual real world stuff. And Steve spent a lot of time studying uh, actual civilian-based defensive encounters and has a lot of great things to, to uh, uh, you know, to give students in that regard. Let me highlight real quick, uh, one of our big highlights in terms of instructors at this event is Chuck Haggard, one of the most respected men in the industry. For some of the things I'm going to mention here, uh, he's going to be teaching managing unknown contacts. How do you deal with strangers in everyday life? How do you how do you recognize potential threats and make good decisions based around those interactions? Similar to Steve's, there'll be a little bit of overlap there, but and I think those two I think if you take Chuck Haggard's 2-hour block, it, which is more of a sem- this one's more of a seminar and then go do Steve's class, I think those will dovetail very very nicely. Uh, Chuck will also be doing his OC spray uh, seminar. It's not a full-on OC spray class, uh, or you're getting you're not getting certified in OC or anything like that. But it's meant to be a, a, a real good, you know, jump in with your with both feet, get wet, uh, learn about OC spray, how to use it, what its effects are, what to what to know, what to look for. A, a real great two-hour quick seminar. So you'll note that some of these courses are in a four-hour block, some are more of a two-hour thing, uh, and that's intentional to give some variety. Uh, some things work better in a shorter format versus a longer format and vice versa. Uh, a lot of what Chuck's doing is going to be more of a shorter format. He's doing a lot of these seminar type things. Um, he's also going to be doing a two-hour low-light, uh, kind of a low-light fundamentals course. This will be done in the daytime, by the way. Th- this is one class that has a, a somewhat of a strict schedule that it, that it has to occur on because we only have a, a, a certain window that this can fit within. Um, but Chuck is well regarded for uh, teaching people low light tactics. So in the daytime, on the afternoon of Saturday, there will be a block that you can attend with Chuck that's all about low light. And it'll be it'll be lecture, but it'll also be some practical stuff. So you'll be up on your feet. You'll be moving a little bit and, and learning in the daytime, you know, because that's a safe environment to be able to do that. And it won't be live fire or anything like that. It's just more about how do we use light? How do we use flashlights? How do we use weapon metal lights? Get a good overview for that. Then many of those that take that will be able to also go to his low light shooting and tactics course, which will be later that evening. So it'll be like you'll you'll attend Saturday afternoon that low light fundamentals course in the daytime, daylight hours, and then break and go to dinner and that kind of thing and then come back. So this will be the one class that occurs at night because it will actually be live fire um, in, in the low light hours. So it'd be a really, really awesome experience if you want to learn more about low light tactics. Um, man, like I, I, I don't, I feel like it would uh, not be fair if I left anybody out. Yeah, there's just so much variety. I mean, think like Todd Fossey, you know, talk about like a complete mm-hmm. curveball from from what we've been talking about. Well, let me uh, just list off his classes really quick. Yeah. And, and I'll throw it back to you. Defending in confined spaces, weapons-based wall work. So it's, imagine yourself confined, you're up against a vehicle, up against a wall, up against a fence. This is This class is specifically geared around that kind of encounter and how you might handle it. 
in holster and out of holster weapon retention. Purely mm-hmm. just like, how do I retain my gun, make sure somebody else doesn't take it in the middle of a fight or whatever. Uh, his third class he's doing, weapons-based clinch fighting. This is like, hey, you're in close, close quarters fighting, like an ECQC type class. All of Todd's classes, by the way, are, are they're non-live fire. They're, they're going to be in what we'll call our dojo for the weekend. Uh, so th- these will be done with like blue guns or cert pistols or that sort of thing. Um, and then his fourth class is defending against edge weapons for armed guardians. I think these four classes are going to just blow people's minds. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I'm pumped for Todd's classes. Yeah, uh, we're going to have medical training classes there, which I, I think a lot of people think that sounds less cool, but I'm telling you, it's going to be intense. There's going to be real life um, training scenarios in that medical class. You're going to get your heart pumping, and you're going to be able be able to put it to you know put the skills to work and, and really practice them and I think that's huge, huge, huge. I, I, I think that's massive. Uh, Brian, our own Brian McLaughlin, you know, former Navy corpsman, EMT, uh, is, is going to be doing those. It's going to be great. You know, for those who might want uh, a little bit of a d- deep dive on on legal things and law of self-defense and rules of engagement, Andrew Branca is going to be there teaching that stuff. Uh, I, it's just going to be a buffet. Samuel, you know, Samuel Middlebrook, we didn't talk about Sam. So Samuel is going to be doing some great class. I, I've seen people come out of Samuel's four-hour block crying tears of joy. So, um, that's literal. I know. I know. So, so I'm, t- I'm telling you, um, that's, that's the beauty again. And, and I, and hopefully we're getting the point home that both those models are good, but one of those models is more unique. And that that's the model that we're trying to provide for this conference. And I, yeah. I truly do believe that if you could only invest in one training class a year, I don't think you could get a higher ROI than our conference. I think that would give you the highest number of tools to take home, uh, especially for the money, frankly. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, you may have mentioned H- Hanny, but uh, I'm really excited Hanny. about his. We're still working on the title of this, but he's going to be putting on a seminar that's basically about anti-terrorism. Like he'll, He's got a really fascinating seminar about recognizing the signs, kind of the the you know, some of the things you should be looking for, pre-attack indicators, uh, uh, you know, things to do, places to go or not go. I mean, like, it's just a, a really, and he really did, does a deep dive in kind of into the the psychology, if you will, of of the terrorist. Uh, I mean, this is not a common threat for, for most of us in this country, but it is something that does happen. And a lot of things can be taken away from that class to be applied to active shooter situations and all kinds of things. So a really fascinating seminar. I think that's going to be like a four hour seminar. It'll be long, but from what I've been told, it'll be really, really valuable for those that attend it. Yeah. Yeah. People who have attended that seminar in the past are, are pretty mind blown. So I think, I think that's going to be really solid. Yeah. So that, again, that gives you a sense of like, this is a world-class group of instructors putting on course blocks over three days in Oklahoma city in September uh, that like there's so much to choose from lots of great opportunities and, and it's well-rounded. Like there's, there's kind of something for everyone and everyone should be able to get a variety of experiences and training from this that, that helps them be a better overall guardian and self-defender concealed carrier. I guess I could mention that I am teaching too, but, uh, uh, I'm just doing a couple of, uh, a couple of things. I, I'm going to do a, 
by the way, I'm going to do like an intro to competition shooting class because I know that there's some people that have some interest in that. And maybe they're just like not quite sure how to get their feet wet into competitive shooting. We're going to talk too about whether what the benefits of competitive shooting are for self-defense minded people. Uh, and also I'm going to do a, a, a kind of a short format of my my bigger class that I like to do over two days that uh, really teaches, I think, some critical skills, especially regarding what you see, what you feel, what you think about your shooting. And also a big, big, big key core component of that is, is learning shot calling and why that's important. Uh, hugely valuable skill to have. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. Pistol intelligence. Yeah. It's Riley Bowman. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be great. I, I wanted to, kind of transition and give some tips. And these are not specific to the Guardian Conference, but for those of you who have a class coming up this fall, whether you're coming to our conference or maybe it's something else you plan to attend, I have a handful of things that I have found, both as a student, as an instructor, these tend to be the major failure points. The most common ways that people fail to get the best return on their investment as students. And so I think okay. applying some of these things could go a long way. And so I'm going to kind of run through my list here rather than you're, you're going to want to come back and add comments on a few of these, but I'll, so I'll be quick. Okay. Um, have the right gear. I guarantee yeah. without fail, I've never been in a class as a student or as an instructor where somebody didn't show up missing, you know, without something they were supposed to have. So just having the right gear and, and doing that far in advance, like not waiting, like, Oh my, we've all been there. Like I've gotten the, the call from the student, the night before the class. Oh, um, actually I don't have X, Y, Z. Could you, can I borrow it? You know? So especially if you got some weird gun or, you know, you're a Southpaw, like you're gonna have a hard time borrowing or renting gear when you get there. So having the right gear, uh, doing the research in advance, I think that's really key. Um, I think doing like refreshing your skills, like not coming to the event cold. Oh, I haven't taken a class in a year and a half and I haven't been to the range in four months. Cause ammo is so expensive and poof, I'm going to show up at this conference or this, this course I'm taking just cold you will spend too much time like warming up and, and remembering the crap that you learned last time that you're not going to get as high ROI. Like just do some dry practice at home before you leave for the, for the event, for the class. That's going to go a long way. Uh, going with an open mind. I think this hopefully mm -hmm. speaks for itself. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but you've, most of us have been in a class before, whether you're that guy or not, where you've seen the guy that doesn't have an open mind. The instructor says, we're going to do it like this. And that person says, but I, I have always done it like this or so-and-so at such and such academy says to do it like this. Mm -hmm. Like yep. as an instructor, that's always one of those frustrating things. It's like, you know, Merry Christmas, but today I'm going to teach you to do it like this. When you get home, you choose whatever you want to do, but here you're going to learn this new thing, right? So, so go in with an open mind. I think that's really critical. Those are all preparatory things, by the way. I just gave you three tips really before yep. the class. During the class, pay attention to the other students. This is a huge failure point. In my opinion, I see a lot. Sometimes there'll be drills or exercises that are run where students have to take turns. And so you might be waiting in line or might, you might finish running the drill or exercise and you might go want to top off your mags or something. Don't do it. Don't, don't be tempted. Stand there and watch every other student go through that drill or exercise and listen to what the instructor tells that student. And you, you will double your ROI just by doing that simple thing because you'll learn a, a bunch of stuff that these other people are doing that they're learning as, as they do it and the instructor tells them. So pay attention to other students. Uh, practice mental rehearsal. You perform at your best when you mentally rehearse a drill or exercise you're about to perform. So the instructor describes it. See yourself doing it. Watch a couple other students do it if you don't have to go first. 
step up to the line, visioning yourself doing it, and then do it. You'll you'll perform at your best, and and be, when you perform at your best, you learn faster. So I think that's mm-hmm. really important. We talked about this earlier. Take notes. Take notes. Just grab a stupid little spiral notebook that would fit in your pocket. I, I, I call them cop notebooks, you know, like a patrol officer. Uh, grab a, a little spiral notebook, stick it in your cargo pocket, and during breaks when you're topping off mags or just immediately following a class, go to town. Write down, oh, I love this drill, or the instructor said X, Y, Z. Yeah, Riley's got his his little cop notebook right there. You know, just write that crap down, and that's going to go a long way. So that was a little bit like rapid fire with some tips, but I I just think there's vast majority of people are not doing all those things. Yeah, um, you pretty much hit on the on the a lot of the big sa- you know the same big stuff that I would have hit on. I, I guess I would just add like think when you go to a training event, think in terms of there's there's the there's the preparation stuff you need to do. Um, like like you touched on that that's super huge. Approach it from as you're preparing yourself for this event. Think about what you need to learn, and by that I mean like make sure you have the gear that supports the learning. You want to make sure you have a gun that works because if you have a gun that you're fighting throughout the weekend, then then that's taking away from the learning experience because you're worried about a gun that's not functioning rather than focusing on learning and shooting and so forth. Uh, holster that works, a quality holster that functions properly, that's safe, right? Uh, making sure you have you know the notebook and the pen and all that, and 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 sometimes you know backups and and redundancies built in for some of these things. Uh, in all honesty, traveling to a major event, I do this with the competitions I travel to and shoot in. I take two guns. I have my primary gun and I have my backup gun because I'm not flying or, or driving halfway co- across the country, spending money and, and all this stuff, entry fees to a match or whatever, and get there and go, oh, gun's broken. Dang it. You know, now what? Um, not everyone's going to be able to do this. But if you have the ability or the option to travel to the the, the training event with uh, with a backup gun, with extra mags, maybe a second holster, whatever it is, like think through like what are the things that could go wrong and have backup plans for those. If you if you run a gun that has an optic, make sure you have extra batteries, you know things of that nature. Now, our goal with you know running the Guardian Conference is also to make attendees experience as enjoyable and as comfortable as possible so we'll try to have some things that support shooters there we may it'll be very limited but we'll have some loaner gear we may have loaner guns uh may ha- you know hey if you if you track Riley down you track me down I'll have extra batteries for things like, you know, the common ones for optics and things like that. Uh, You know, ideally I'm not, you know, giving that stuff away, but, but I've got it in case something happens and somebody needs something. Um, But think, think through those things and just make sure that you have, you think in terms of what supports the learning and, and set you up for the best experience so you can take in the most knowledge and information possible. Then secondary, but also almost, pretty much equally important because they work together hand in hand. Think about the comfort aspects of learning. Okay. And that means make sure, making sure you have good shoes, shoes that are broken in. You're not wearing a brand new pair of boots. You you bought the night before that kind of stuff, making sure that you're set up for the weather, for the temperature, for the potential for rain or wind or sun, you know, having headgear, hat or whatever, sunscreen, chapstick, et cetera. You see what I mean? Like you got to think through all these things and make sure that you, you pack that, that stuff. Because again, like if you're not comfortable while at the training event, 
then that's going to impact your ability to learn as well. So we need to be comfortable. Okay. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect, right? Like we, we could get, like, we think the weather's going to be really nice for the guardian conference, but it's entirely possible that we get some crazy, weird, whacked out heat wave or cold wave, cold front, something, (laughs) you know, that, 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 you know, like it may be uncomfortable, but you got to do everything we can to plan in advance and have the stuff that supports our comfort and supports our learning for the event. I was going to give like four, just like fast ones. And you, you stole two of them. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, make sure you have comfortable shoes and, and bring sunscreen and apply it. But two others would be, make sure you wear electronic, bring electronic earmuffs. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a much more positive experience and learn a lot more. Mm-hmm. And uh, my other kind of fast and furious one is however many spare mags you're bringing, like bring more. Yeah. You'll be much happier if you have to reload less, <laughs> if you have to top off mags less often uh, yeah. or less frequently. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a great point. Now, those of you, if you're if you are flying into the event, you'll be a little more limited uh, as to how much of certain things you can uh, you know pack and, and bring. Um, for instance, per TSA regulations, like talking about magazines specifically, magazines are supposed to be in a container. They're supposed to be in a hard-sided container, uh, just like the gun uh, in your checked bag when you're checking things at the airport. And so, like, like I have a case I use that I take, you know, my competition guns with it, that it fits my two guns. And I've learned I can fit barely six magazines. I'd love to take more, but I had to pack a second case to take more mags. So I take six mags, which is enough, you know, for, for what I do and what I need at, at a match. I just have to, you know, load a little bit more frequently. It is what it is. Uh, good, good thoughts and good ideas there. Um, I do want to remind you guys, we have a major announcement regarding the Guardian Conference. I don't know. Is it, is, is now an okay time to maybe talk a little bit about sponsors for Let's the talk event? about all the sponsors of the conference uh, briefly, and then yeah. you know that'll lead us into kind of a major announcement relating to one of those sponsors. So the 2021 Guardian Conference, first of all, title sponsor of the event is CCW Safe. Uh, many of you are likely familiar with CCW Safe. Uh, many of you may even be members of CCW Safe. Uh, super excited and proud of uh, you know, our affiliation with CCW safe and, and uh, very thankful that they have chosen to support this event in a big way and honestly make it possible. And without them, this would not be happening. So uh, big, big, big time shout out to CCW safe. Uh, I believe one of the, the, the best company for civilian or law enforcement, because they have both uh, concealed carry or self-defense type coverage legal coverage uh so guys uh, ccw safe you know they're gonna be a big big piece of the you're gonna see them all over the place at uh, at this event um excess sites excess sites excess yes. sites also the title sponsor a of gold, our podcast network yeah title sponsor of the podcast and a gold level sponsor of this event mm-hmm. yep so they're gonna have sites there if you want to test out so if you want to walk like they're gonna have a booth where you're gonna be able to walk up pick up guns get the site picture and see their various different types of products and, and how you like them uh, and, and test them out. So that's going to be a really good opportunity. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to really kind of like test or, or see and touch and feel their, their sites before uh, we've talked about them a lot before. We think they're pretty awesome. Um, Thrum targets. 
Thrum targets sponsor the event. Uh, these are non-ricocheting uh, targets. They act, look, and feel, but don't sound eh, like steel targets, but they're not steel. They're a polymer that's a, that's a shoot-through target that lasts for thousands of impacts. They're really cool. They'll also have product on site that you can shoot, test, see how it reacts. Uh, and we think that their, their products are just awesome sauce, and it's a great, awesome company, I might add. Uh, so they're really cool. EDC Belt Company, and then I'll throw it back to you, uh, Riley, I think. EDC Belt Company is a, is a sponsor. EDC Belt Company is actually making a unique belt that is exclusive for this event. So it's actually red, white, and blue. But the foundation belt from EDC Belt Company is amazing. We've talked about it many times. Love it. It's currently available in black and desert sage. You can buy it anytime you want. But if you attend the event, you'll have an opportunity to also get one in red, white, and blue. Uh, so those are going to be pretty cool, and they'll be on site. You'll have an opportunity to you know, talk to them or see their product if you have before, touch it, feel it, et cetera. And of course, then we have some of our, our, the brands that people know us for. Range Tech Shot Timers, the sponsor, Ready Up Gear and Mountain Man Medical. And our newest sponsor, Riley Bowman. He's not the sponsor. I, I, He's going to tell I'm you not. about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, guys, so this, this, is, this is brand new news as of today, in fact. And uh, we're really, really excited about this. And I'll just give you a little bit of background. Uh, some of you probably heard us mention that we had some ammo available to purchase uh, as part of, you know, for, for attendees of the event. And that was that was a really big win for us because we were like, awesome, great. Because one holdback for some people was, well, I'd like to be there, but I'm not sure if I'm going to have the ammo to do it or I can't find ammo that's cheap enough or whatever. Um Yesterday, I learned that the uh, ammo supplier that we were that we were able that we were planning on being able to get ammo through for the event uh, was supposed to be able to get that ammo delivered here very soon, like in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but it came to be that it was not going to happen in time, uh, and so uh, that was very very unfortunate to hear. But the cool and and very fortunate thing about that is that it got me scrambling very fast to see if we could find another supplier of ammunition for the Guardian Conference and do it still at a, at a very affordable price. I'll tell you guys, this, this was like amazing. Um, I stumbled upon a company that's located in our backyard, practically, here in Colorado, in Castle Rock, Colorado. And that, that company is Mountain City Supply Ammunition. It's a new company, you know, a year and a half ago, they didn't exist. Yep. Uh, okay, so you, you might hear that and go, well, ooh, you know, do we trust a new company like this? Well, here's the deal. I drove down and met with Chris, the owner of Mountain City Supply Ammunition. I got a full tour of their 10,000 square foot facility. that They just moved into a couple months ago in Castle Rock. Uh, went through everything, saw everything, saw the whole process, how they process brass, how they prep the brass, uh, the, the materials and components that they use, which are all quality components and materials. Uh, I saw, you know, the, their, their, uh, their loading machines, their presses and all of that, their QC process. They have people dedicated just to the QC side of this that check every round that goes into these boxes uh, of ammo. Uh, I saw the whole gamut and was really, really impressed. And I, I came away with uh, believing that, hey, these guys, first of all, Chris, uh, Chris Emery, the owner, it, it's a family operation. His whole family is involved in this. 
wife's involved, his daughter's involved, his son is involved, his son in, or his future son-in-law is involved in this business. Plus they have 23 other employees or something like that that are all running the machines and doing QC and all this stuff. Uh, Chris cares very much about doing it and doing it well and doing it right. And I was really, really excited to uh, go through it with all this and meet with Chris earlier today. And here's the best part. Chris has ammunition. It's available. It's on hand. It's in stock. And more is being cranked out all the time. And they're local to us, which is awesome. Hey, I love supporting local businesses uh, as well. So here's the deal. Chris has stepped up in a big way and has and basically said, look, we've got the ammo for you, whatever you need. Okay. That's, that's not an issue. So the mountain city supply is, is making available to attendees of the guardian conference ammunition for the event. Uh, we've been basically saying or suggesting, Hey, bring a thousand rounds or ship a thousand rounds to us or buy, you know, for, for a few days last week, we were able to sell you a thousand rounds. And then I was afraid that was going to dry up and go away. But now it doesn't look like there's no, it doesn't look like there's a limit. I mean, there, you, you'll be able to buy a thousand rounds together with your ticket for the Guardian Conference. Okay. Uh, but it, it's available and I don't think we're going to run out. Okay. So if you want it, you need it. Guys, buy your ticket to the Guardian Conference and add to that a thousand rounds of quality Mountain City Supply nine millimeter ammunition. Since most of you are probably shooting nine millimeter. But that's not all. Here, get this. Chris, not only that, like on a whim today in like a half hour conversation, he's like, I'm totally going to be at your event. We want to be at your event. We want to support your event. So they're going to come out and be at the event with a booth all set up and selling ammunition at the event. Okay. In so various calibers. Happens. Yeah. What's it, what's that? In all the various handgun yes. calibers. Yes. They will have other calibers other than nine. We're only making nine, nine millimeter available through the website together with the ticket to buy. But if you're if you're coming to the event, you're going to be shooting something else. Uh, rest assured, you can show up to the event and buy forty or forty five or three eighty from Mountain City Supply right there at the event when you arrive. Or if for whatever reason you failed to bring your ammo or whatever, you need nine millimeter. You show up at the event, you'll be able to buy your your ammo when you show up at the event. Uh, pricing very reasonable, thirty four cents per round for nine millimeter. Okay, I think the most expensive was forty five, and about around forty five cents around. All right, yeah, I, I, you're you're ballparking those numbers. I yeah, think. I mean, we, we don't. Anyway, I don't want to make yeah. it like keep in mind that prices can actually change between now and then. But but what we're offering for the event is three hundred forty dollars or three hundred. Excuse me, three. I got that wrong. Three hundred sixty dollars. Sixty dollars for a thousand rounds for the event. Okay, how about that? I think that's incredibly reasonable and it's an amazing commitment knowing that this just came together like today. Uh, so Mountain City Supply, gold level sponsor of the 2021 Guardian Conference. Uh, super, super excited. This actually is a huge, huge deal for this event and uh, makes it so much easier for many of you to attend the event and to find ammo at a reasonable price for it. Yeah, and we encourage you to check out their website as well and learn more about Mountain City Supply. Uh, dot mountain, it's MN Mountain M N T M T N M T N C I T Y Supply dot net. If I'm not, mistaken. I'm going to confirm that. 
Yeah. And you can use the .com. It just redirects to the .net for whatever reason. That's what yeah, they chose mtncitysupply.net or .com. Yeah, both both work. Yeah. Uh, they, they sell rifle or long gun and, and handgun mm-hmm. ammo in case you know, anyone's curious. They do. They do. And for those of you local in the area, they also have an FFL. I mean, they have an FFL for the ammunition side of the business, but they also have a small store and they sell guns right there too. Which oh, kind there of cool. you go. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Guys, we're we're excited. We know this is a bit of a shameless plug for the Guardian Conference. We we really want you to consider this. We know how many of you listen to this podcast, and we know how many people signed up to this event. And so there's a lot of you for that for whatever reason have chosen to not sign up to this event yet. And we're hoping you'll reconsider. Um, and and we realize that it's a uh, you know it's not local for most of you unless you live in Oklahoma City. If you live in Oklahoma City and you're not coming to this event, I don't. I, you're crazy. But anyway. We hope that you'll consider it. There's a lot of ways to do this on a budget. Uh, I wanted to quickly just talk about some different considerations of how to save money uh, on on a budget. You know, if you're attending the conference, and some of these would apply to other training classes you might take as well. Certainly, ammo is is a big one. Just buying in bulk is always the answer. Buy in bulk. Always buy a ton of ammo at a time. Don't buy two boxes here and there. Buy in bulk. It'll always save you money in the long run. And of course, Mountain Supply, uh, Mountain City Supply is is working with us on this event, and we're really excited about that. Uh, another consideration would be if you can borrow, rent, uh, or if you own and can bring a camper, trailer, RV to the event. Uh, our, mm-hmm. At the conference, we have RV hookups right there, like in the section of the range that we're using, renting, et cetera. We have RV hookups, 10 bucks a night, and you can hook up your, your camper, your RV. And that's, that's pretty cheap lodging. Dirty. And you're going to be, yeah, you're going to be in good shape. Uh, if you really don't mind, you know, just putting down an air mattress or sleeping in a sleeping bag. You can bring a tent. You can, you can crash on the grass at the range with us. That's fine. No problem. We want you to probably run to flying J and buy a shower at some point during the weekend. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's, it's fine. You know, we, we've got a great deal. Uh, we have a Fairfield, uh, a Fairfield, a Hampton and a La Quinta. Uh, they're all in a little cul-de-sac about 15 minutes from the, from the range where we have a group rate, only 69 bucks a night at a, at a really you know, decent hotels, depending on which one of those you're able to get a room at. Um, they all come with a free breakfast, which is kind of nice. Uh, bear in mind at our event, we're providing breakfast as well. So if you stay somewhere or you you know camp an RV out there or something, we'll have breakfast at the event. Uh, it's built into the cost. Lunch, we're providing lunch built into the cost. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are Guardian Nation members, uh, you'll have you'll be able to also attend the VIP dinner on Friday, which can be a sweet meal um, at no no additional cost. And I, there we might be working on something for Saturday night uh, as well for for all attendees. So we'll see what comes of that. Um, but those are all the things you might consider. Uh, rental cars you might save by not getting a rental car. Um, there's going to be a lot of people there who drove. You might you know you we might be able to work something out where we just say hey uh, you know at X time every morning maybe it's about seven a.m. you know if everybody meet in the lobby of the hotels and you know jump into cars and carpool or something. So so we want you to look for opportunities to uh, you know if if you were concerned about budget and travel we get it uh, we understand but I I suspect when you really do the math and think about it it's really not going to be that expensive to get this level of instruction uh, compared to what you otherwise would pay for it. And yeah. it's going to be worth it. And I promise you, you're going to want to come back year after year. Plus I see this as being a huge uh, networking opportunity for everybody to attend. You're going to meet a lot of 
amazing like-minded people from all across the country at this event. Uh, that's going to have a lot of um, secondary benefits as well. Uh, friendships will be made. Uh, it's going to be an awesome time, an awesome event. Uh, things will be learned. Friendships will be made or or, or strengthened. And uh, uh, everyone's going to be, become better because of this event. And this really is a, a part of our larger company mission to to inspire and train and and guide uh, self-defense minded guardians um, you know in their journey to I mean like that this this is this is a this and this is just the beginning like we really in, intend and hope that this will be come a uh, at least an annually occurring event. Uh, that uh, will be sustainable for the long-term future. And we'll, we'll do this again and again and, and hopefully see it grow and just get more awesome. Mm-hmm. Well said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't know. I, I, I can't stress it more without starting to sound like a, like a shield. Like just, just please attend. Like please consider it. One last thought that'll save you some money. Uh, Guardian Nation members save 150 bucks on a ticket. Guardian Nation membership costs $38.45 a month. So even if you completely scammed us, and you can do this, like <laughs> I'm giving you permission, you can go sign up for Guardian Nation, right? Enroll, pay us $38.45 for your first month dues of membership fees. Go sign up for the conference, save 150 bucks on the on the ticket, okay? So you're now total net savings like 110 and then cancel your Guardian Nation membership if you really don't want to be a member. That's fine. But that's $110 savings right there. And we hope, of course, that you'll you'll consider keeping it. It'll also get you access to the Guardian Nation member Facebook group where you might be able to, if you want to coordinate with people, maybe you want to share a hotel room and split the cost with somebody, or you want to talk to somebody about sharing a rental car or whatever else. Like that, you know, that those conversations can happen in that member only group. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's actually a great, great suggestion. I'd like to see more of that in the member group. In fact, uh, that's a great opportunity to connect with other attendees and, uh, yeah, uh, find ways to work together and save money and be more efficient about attending the event. Yeah. Guys, uh, it's about time we wrap this up. Uh, we really hope we'll see you at the Guardian Conference in September. September 17th through the 19th, again, are the dates. There will be an early check-in, and I recommend you actually check in the evening of the 16th of September. Uh, be, we'll have like like a little pizza party of sorts, if you will. Like, you know, people can show up at the range that evening, the night before the, the official first day of training. Uh, check in, uh, confirm your schedule. Uh, get a, get a sense for things, get a sense for the layout of the range, uh, you know, have a bite to eat that kind of thing. And then, and then get back to your camper, your hotel, your tent, whatever, get a good night's rest to hit the ground running for a great day of training on, on the 17th Friday. Um, and, and honestly, just to, I guess it just occurred to me, Jacob, I think it'd be good to give just a kind of a quick idea of sort of how this is going to all play out. And also some things to look for in the coming weeks. So each day, right, three days of training, basically trainings each day from about 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, built, built around uh, four-hour training blocks, right? So, like, imagine you go, you know, 8 to noon with one training block and then an hour or so lunch break and then another four-hour block in the afternoon 
and then, you know, dinner and whatever else. Again, on Saturday night, there will likely be a low light training course that will be in the evening on Saturday. Uh, but not everybody will be doing that or able to do that. And that's fine. Sunday will be the same sort of thing, you know, eight to noon, break for lunch, another four hour block of training in the afternoon, and then we'll wrap it up. And it's going to be a great time. Uh, There's going to be, we believe a survey that goes out to all attendees. Uh, They'll be asking you some questions, but also it'll be an opportunity for you to uh, sort of pre-select or, or give us an idea of what type of training or which blocks you would like to attend in what yeah. priority order. Super critical. Like you got to keep an eye out for this. This could become like yeah. so critical that if you don't answer, if you don't respond to the survey, we're going to call you like, Hey, you need to respond to the survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll talk about uh, dietary restrictions. You'll give us yep. your t-shirt size. Cause Hey, you get a free t-shirt at the event. Um, yep. And of course, yeah, we'll give you a list of all the blocks of instruction. You can rank those in order of most preferred to least preferred. And I feel pretty confident based on the numbers and what we've done, that we should be able to meet most of your requests. Uh, mm-hmm. at, at least we should be able to meet the majority of the requests that any one given person gives us. So yeah, yeah keep an eye out for that. And uh, so that way we can, we can finalize schedules. But that said, if you show up at the event, you're like, man, I, my buddies, I just, he, or I just found out that this afternoon blank blank is happening with so-and-so. And I'd really like to take that. No problem. There'll be opportunities if you want to switch up your schedule uh, to the degree that it's available and, and classes yeah. aren't sold out, et cetera. Uh, you'll be able to, you know, we'll be flexible yeah. at the event. Yeah. And once we get a lot of that, once we get that survey information, we will put together schedules and everyone will get essentially a personalized schedule of here's your schedule. Here's the blocks that you're signed up for. Uh, and, and, and there you go. Like you show up to the range, you know, the day of, of the first day of training and there's your schedule, you know where to go. Everything will be clearly marked and identified and a, a map and all this. And so you'll know where to go, where your class is being held, what time you got to be there. Uh, all that, uh, pretty soon we're going to get finalized the class, the course titles and descriptions for the different courses. So you'll know in advance, like what's expected, what's going to be covered. If there's anything special equipment wise, you might need, uh, I mean, yeah, all that's going to be coming here in the next couple of weeks. So you'll need, you'll want to be watching your email and really paying attention, close attention. So you don't miss any of this because some of this information is going to be absolutely critical uh, to your success in attending the event. And again, as Jacob mentioned, like if you, once you get your schedule, if you're like, Ooh, this doesn't quite work for me, or I, I, I really wanted to be in this class. If we can accommodate it, there will be an opportunity for you to, to request those changes and we'll see what we can do to work with those uh, it's going to be a bit of a mess logistically for us to handle, but you know it's our first year doing this, um, and it might be about the best way to handle it. And we're going to do the best we can and and try to make everybody happy. And and again, the the number one key and goal of all this is for everybody to come out the other end on Sunday night having had a great experience, having learned a ton, done so safely, and like set on the the path to success. Kind of like really knowing where you're going next as a shooter and as a self defender. Uh, one final thing would be that, uh, uh, yeah, again, there, there, there's a, a reminder that uh, uh, Friday night is going to be a VIP dinner, dinner for Guardian Nation members. All right. It's going to be a great time. Saturday night, looking like there's going to be some event of some sort. Still working on that coming together. Probably won't be something Sunday night, but, but most people are going to be wanting to get home anyway. So there are going to be some great opportunities for getting together, networking, making friends, all that. It's going to be an awesome time. Guardianconference.com. Yeah, go sign up. Get your ammo. Again, huge 
Again, thank you to Mountain City Supply for jumping in on this with us. By the way, I, I meant to mention this, Jacob, but guys, I went and test fired 150 rounds of their ammo just like an hour and a half or two ago. Uh, because like gotta make sure stuff works, right? Gotta make sure it's reliable. It all I mean, I know it's only 150 rounds, but I'm gonna be test firing probably more of it in coming weeks. And uh it it all went bang. It all went pew. So uh I'm really excited about that. They have good quality control. Stuff went bang. It cycled my gun. And I was running this through my compensated P320, which is more picky than any other gun that I have. Yeah. So if it runs that gun, chances are it's going to run your guns. There you go. Guarding Conference presented by CCW Safe. Well, um, thank you for doing this episode with me, Jacob. Absolutely. Guys, we look forward to seeing you there. And if not, we look forward to seeing you there next year. Uh, And we also look forward to seeing you next week back here on the podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Have, you know, be good people, make smart decisions. And don't forget, train right, train often, and train safe so you can fight hard, fight fast, and fight true. Take care. (laughs) 